Welcome to The Connected Podcast. This is Daryl, Lydia, Hannah, Simon, and we're four friends from the UK and beyond discussing how the Bible connects to life as a teen today. Stick around for hilarious banter, Bible talk, topics you want to hear about, people you can relate to, and plenty of random shenanigans. We want you to be equipped with biblical truths and boldness to go out in the world and be grounded in your faith. A quick background on the four of us. We have the husband and wife power duo, Simon and Hannah, and two friends who are maybe just a bit more than friends, Daryl and me. So how did we all meet? Well, it was a series of random events, internet weirdness, and God's grace at work through it all. And I'm sure we'll share more of the story in future episodes. Join us each Monday as we dive into topics like relationships, friendships, media, mental health, apologetics, and so much more. On Fridays, we'll talk about a book of the Bible that relates to each season's theme. Why the Connected Podcast? Well, our biggest goal in all this is to help you see how the Bible connects to your real life, how God is real, and how He can change your life forever through His Word. But we also want to connect with you and for you to be connected to one another. We'd love to see this become an online community of friends who study the Bible together and continue the discussions we've started here on the podcast. So bottom line, we want you to see how the Bible connects with your life, and we want you to be connected with others who love the Lord. Yeah, so who are we? We'll start off with some introductions. Simon, let's kick us off. Yeah, so I was born uh, just outside the city of Londonderry, which is the second biggest city in Northern Ireland. Um, And I was born as well into a Christian home. Now, I have many identities, so I think anyway. I am British, Irish, Ulster Scotch, and whatever else in between. Um, I am married to Hannah since 2019, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and we are missionaries together with uh, CEF, or Child Evangelism Fellowship, of Britain to Scotland. Uh, Fun fact about that as well is that when I became a Christian at the age of 11, I became a Christian in Scotland, so it's kind of cool being back here again. I am a disciple, husband, uh, infrequent reader, although I'd really like to read more, Uh, big football fan, Liverpool FC, greatest club ever. And occasional poet. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, uh, having been raised in a Christian home, some of the things that really stood out for me, even before I became a Christian, was that I could see that uh, my parents' faith and the faith that many of my wider family circle had in Christ was so real and genuine. And although I didn't become a Christian until I was 11, I always say that from my earliest years, I knew that they had something that I didn't and I knew that this faith or rather maybe this person, Jesus, that they followed, that it was real and it was authentic to them. And so at the age of 11, I came to have um, to put my trust in the Lord Jesus as my savior as well. Now, my childhood wasn't without its difficulties. Uh, We lost our mom at a really young age. And I think that's always been something I've had to come to terms with. Um, But God has given our family so much grace over the years. And uh, even since that, and my dad's remarried, and I have a little sister now, which is just uh, totally awesome. 
Church life for me was pretty standard. I have a really strong local church. Uh, like a lot of people in Northern Ireland, there's lots of good churches. Uh, and so I was really blessed in that way and grew up through a really solid local church, made some good friends. And although I didn't know all the Christian terms back then, um, I did grow in my walk with the Lord through my teenage years. By my late teens into my early 20s, um, I began to understand that I uh, was saved to serve. Okay, that was a phrase that I had heard before, but I began to understand that my life was not my own, uh, but my life um, is hidden Christ and that I'm to live for him. And I began to realize that and I knew then that God was calling me to more and calling me into full-time service. And that's where we are now. We have moved to Scotland um, and we are serving here uh, in the children's ministry with CEF, which is so cool and exciting. Uh, of course, I'm still learning and growing in my faith and in the knowledge of Christ. And I just want to run faithfully the race that he has set before me. What do I bring to the table? Well, I will bring lots of random points of view. Um, I have always been told that you hear me before you see me. And I do tend to be very loud. So I hope the editing software is good on this podcast because you might need to turn me down. Um, I will also bring uh, baldness, which might seem strange considering this is an audio podcast and you can't see it. But, baldness with an A, uh, not an O, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has no hair as yeah. just uh, an interpretation for everybody. He is particularly bold, though, as well, I would say. He's bold and bald. Yes, bold. <laughs> yes, bold and bold. Those are the two phrases. <laughs> Thank you to all my colleagues there for jumping in. Wonderful. I also bring long sentences because I don't know where to put full stops. You don't believe in commas or periods or anything like that? Yes. Well, okay. Um, But I do believe strongly in the King James Version because we know that is the most, the best of all Bibles. Um, (laughs) Debatable. (laughs) Liverpool Football Club is uh, just wonderful, wonderful team. You should support them. Um. But seriously though, um, my heart and my passion for our ministry here and on this podcast is to see young teens grow up to be the men and women that God created them to be. So I hope uh, that uh, we and I am able to help some of you guys um, realize that in the days ahead. All right. Cool. Thanks, Simon, for that uh, interesting intro. Right. We'll head on to Hannah now. So obviously you are Simon's wife, but I'm sure you're more than that. So let's uh, let's know more about you. Yeah, I would hope there's more to me than just being Simon's wife. Um, but <laughs> so I was born in the best of the Midwest in America. So shout out to anyone who's from Missouri or knows where Missouri is. Woot I know, best state, Uh, and from the greater Kansas City area there, which is in Missouri. It's not in Kansas. Um, But yes, so I grew up there. I was born into a Christian family, Um, even though my parents didn't become Christians until later in their adult years. um, They were Christians by the time me and my sisters came along. Um, And I came to know the Lord for uh, at a really early age, but... We'll get into that here in a second. Uh, I left America for the first time in 2016 uh, to serve the Lord in missions in Britain. Um, And by the time 2017 kind of rolled around, I knew he was calling me to move to Scotland. So 
after Simon and I got married in 2019, we officially moved over here to Scotland uh, just a couple months ago, actually. So it, there's a bit of a delay, but COVID, you know, was the problem for all that. Um, so we just got here and we're really loving it. And so far, the weather isn't near as bad as everybody says it is, but we'll wait for winter to hit. Um, we work for, as Simon said, a children's ministry organization called Child Evangelism Fellowship, and it focuses on reaching children with the good news of Jesus, and it is awesome to be a part of that. Um, a little bit more about me. I am definitely a granny by hobbies. I, I like to sleep, so like lock-ins were never my thing as a teenager. I thought they were awful. Same. They're the worst. <sighs> lock in like an all-nighter like when you would go with a bunch of teenagers and like literally not sleep for till you got home the next morning they were awful they were awful i didn't like them but i realize i'm in the minority on that sounds dangerous (laughs) um i also love to bake and to read and i love crafts um so i'm like a granny but i would say i'm like a hipster granny because i also at the same time love coffee shops Um, and would definitely do the occasional Netflix binge, depending on what it is. Um, and I love to travel, um, especially if it involves camping. It doesn't necessarily have to be anywhere like really exciting. It just has to be somewhere new and different. And I just love it. Um, and along with that, I would be very happy really wherever people are, even though I don't really love huge crowds. Like I don't like going to big parties, but I like just being around people. Simon makes fun of me all the time because I like to just sit in coffee shops and be near people. So this is true. It's, maybe it's a bit weird, but I just, I like people. They make me happy. Um, so that's a bit about who I am. Um, my testimony, how my story started with the Lord. Um, like I sa- said, I was saved at a really young age. Um, I placed my faith in Jesus when I was like three and a half years old. Um, and even though I was really young, And I didn't understand like all the big details of what it means to be a Christian. I knew the basics. I knew that I had sinned. I'd done something. I'd done things wrong and I needed Jesus uh, to take my sin punishment essentially. And that he did that when he died. Um, And so I trusted that and I trusted Jesus. Um, And there is a lot of evidence that even I can look back on now um, from the Lord that I was actually saved and was growing and knowing him. And I'm so grateful that God gave me that because as a teenager, I really struggled with assurance of salvation from really the point of when I was eight till I was about 16, I was just terrified that I wasn't actually saved, um, that I, that I hadn't really believed in what Jesus had done for me. Um, and I would pray that prayer that everyone talks about like every single night, cause I was just so scared and I didn't really understands um god and who he was and the whole idea of hell really scared me um mainly because i am just a people pleaser to my core if there's anyone out there that's the same i just would that is just so difficult for me to not be a people pleaser and i just always felt like god was really angry with me and wanted to do everything i could to please him but never really felt like I had done enough. Um, so that was really until I was about 16. And when I was 16, I was at a CEF camp. Um, 
And my leader in our quiet time shared this verse from John chapter 20, verse 31 that said, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that by believing you might have life on his name in his name. And it wasn't that I had never heard that verse before or anything like that. Um, but for some reason that verse just really hit me differently that night. And I know the Lord really use that um, for a turning point for me because what she shared and and listening to that verse just reminded me um, and maybe sunk in for the first time that I, I didn't have to live my life being afraid of whether or not I was saved, that that wasn't actually what God wanted for me, that he, he wrote his word so that we would know and believe and know that we're really his. Um, and that was just huge for me. And it didn't, it wasn't like, um, I never struggled with assurance ever again, but it went from being an everyday struggle to something that just would pop up every once in a while. And even when it did, I had a verse and a promise from God that I could go back to and say, no, I know that I'm God's child because he has this promise for me there. Um, so yeah, I'm still learning to follow God, still, um, getting to know him better. Um, but that's really kind of how my journey with him began, and what do I bring to the table? Well, I bring American phrases like lock-in apparently is an American phrase. I didn't even know that. Um, but I just, they just pop out and I don't even know this. Um, and then the occasional y'all, I would say that every once in a while, which is just, y'all are just going to have to get used to that. Um, I would be the queen of useless information. That would definitely be my thing. Um, but one of my biggest passions really is discipleship and following Jesus and just helping um, young people and people learn to follow Jesus. So yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Cool. Thanks, Hannah. All right. So I will introduce me. I'm Daryl. I was born in Indonesia, um, out in Southeast Asia, if you don't know where that is. I grew up in the Middle East. I spent quite a lot of time in the UAE. And then in Qatar, before I moved back to Indonesia at 12 and spent quite a few years there and moved back to the Middle East at 18 here in Qatar. And so I am what you may know as a third culture kid or TCK. So shout out to all the TCKs out there. Um, I know how you feel. But yeah, so I am a university student. I studied journalism and integrated marketing, and I've been doing that for a few years now. And so I'm just about to start my senior year, my last year of university. As for hobbies, I love cooking. It's something I've been passionate about ever since I was a kid. Um, hanging out with friends is huge. Is a huge thing. Video games, I love playing them and I love using, using them for good, whether it's playing with other kids from youth group and discipling them through that. Um, and rugby, rugby is a huge part of my life. I played ever since I was a kid, stopped playing uh, just before I started university. Um, but yeah, still thoroughly enjoy it. So for those of y'all who love rugby, let me know. As for my testimony, I grew up in a Christian home. Both my parents are Christian, my siblings are Christian. I, yeah, I was pretty much going to church on Fridays since you go to church on Fridays in the Middle East, fun fact. Um, but yeah, I was just going to church on Fridays or Sundays when I was in Indonesia. But other than that, I really wasn't serious about my faith. It was more of just going to church because my family went. Um, so I never really understood the gospel. But moving back to Indonesia when I was 12 was a huge turning point. It was, it was a really hard transition. Um, things went crazy. I had a whole mental breakdown. Uh, things went wild. It was parties and 
hanging out with the wrong crowd and um, not doing what I should be doing and getting severely bullied in high school. Um, it was really bad, actually to, to a point that in the middle of 11th grade, I actually ended up dropping out of high school, just left, didn't go anymore. Um, and yeah, that was rough. And I spent six months at home, basically locked up in my room, not doing anything but watching YouTube videos and yeah, pretty much that. Um, but there was this one time um, that I went to youth group and yeah, I think I, I was just praying and God really revealed himself to me. And thankfully, that youth group that I was a part of really was a supportive and great environment. My youth pastor really reached out to me and that sort of kick-started my journey of understanding the gospel. Um, and so I don't really have a specific time when, when I was saved. I'd say it was a, a process that took that happened over the past few years. Um, and yeah, and so once I had that encounter at the youth group, I got back to school. I actually ended up doing high school online, ended up still being able to, able to graduate on time. And so that was great. And by the time I graduated, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And I felt like I was called to take a gap year. And so I did that. And I spent the year serving at the youth group um, and just trying to learn more about the Lord and what he has in store for me. And that was, yeah, that was a whole year before I ended up moving to Qatar, where I am now. And I went to university. And here in Qatar, I'm part of a really great church. Um, and it's where I've grown exponentially with the help of Brothers in Christ and the church community as a whole. And right now I co-lead a university Bible study um, here in Qatar. And yeah, still learning and growing and knowing, you know, learning more about God's word and, and the gospel and, and just wanting to tell other people about it. So what do I bring to the table? Ridiculous puns. You will hear that every so often. If you get sick of it, I apologize in advance. I also hate coffee. That started off because I wanted to be edgy and didn't want to like coffee like everyone else. I love matcha instead. So if any of you out there love matcha or just hate coffee, let me know. Shame. Wow. Sad life. Sad, sad life. You see, you this is what people who like it. coffee say. They just, they're just haters, right? Also, right numbered. <laughs> I'm outnumbered not just by the fact that I like matcha and not coffee, but I'm also the youngest one out here. So if... <laughs> these old people don't get you or if they don't sound like you know cool enough you can blame them i am their help at understanding you guys so well i guess if if anything goes wrong you can blame me since i didn't explain it to the old people good enough but you know um so obviously i'm going to be the most fun one in the group um and so i can already tell that i'll be your favorite rude so he says it, this may or may not be because I'm the youngest child in the family and it may have carried over to my personality here in the podcast. But anyways, <laughs> next, but maybe not least, I don't know, uh, is Lydia. Wow. I maybe am also, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, that's rude maybe. for one. And secondly, I am also the youngest in my family. So I would like to um, put my name in the hat for the favorite Thank you very much. So we there's that, first of all. I know, they're going to choose me, thanks. Um, wow. So, I'm Lydia. I was born in Hi, Japan. Lydia. Hi, hello, Simon. Hi, everybody. 
Um, I was, yeah, my life is a bit strange. So you might hear from my voice that I sound like I'm from somewhere in the UK, maybe. Um, and I do live in Scotland, but I was actually born in Japan, which is kind of a weird plot twist. I grew up in America most of my life when I was, uh, well, yeah, I was old, was I 23 when I moved to Scotland um, but I've traveled to Northern Ireland quite a lot as well and so between the four of those influences in my life somehow I've come up with this accent that I present before you today and it may change so sometimes I sound American sometimes I sound Northern Irish and apparently sometimes I sound Scottish so I apologize um, if there's someone on the podcast and you don't know who it is because you've never heard them before it's probably me because my voice just changes that much from day to day but all of that saying I am a TCK as well a third culture kid and for me everywhere feels like home at the same time nowhere feels like home so if you're in the same boat um, we're all in it together I I love different cultures I love traveling and I love seeing how people around the world live differently than me I probably big thing is because I'm a TCK I love music, I love writing, I write music, I write poetry, um, I used to write on my blog quite a lot, I hope to get back into that sometime soon, I haven't done it a long time. I love food, I love friends, I love a good story, whether that's a play or a musical theatre or a movie or a book or anything like that, just a good story just really makes me happy. Um, and I love to cook as well, it's a big thing about me. Um, as far as my testimony, I don't really remember a time when I didn't love Jesus. My parents um, were missionaries. That's why I was born in Japan. And now my dad is a pastor and my mom's a teacher at a Christian school. So I've always been surrounded by Jesus my entire life. I don't really remember a time when I didn't love him or believe in him. But kind of like Hannah, I really struggled with assurance of my salvation um, until I was about 12 years old. I remember every single time I was at a church service and they said, if you want to accept Jesus today, raise your hand. Every time I raised my hand, every time I repeated the prayer because I just, I didn't know whether it was real or not or whether my belief was good enough. Um, and so I did it over and over again and until I was finally 12 years old. I remember looking around and seeing all these different religions um, and all these different belief systems and I really wondered why why Christianity you know why is this true how do I know that this is true and I talked to my mum about it and instead of you know giving me loads of of books about apologetics and everything which I do think there's a time and a place for that and that is good instead she just told me to pray and she said Lydia you know if if God is real he will show himself to you and just ask him to do that so I prayed and, and I asked God, I said, you know, if you're real, would you show yourself to me and, and would you help me believe in you? And it wasn't too long after that. I don't really know what happened. There wasn't a massive aha moment, but I remember sitting in my room by myself, nobody else around me. Um, and I just, I prayed and I asked God to, to take over my life and that I wanted to live for him and him alone. And it was after that time that I really started to, to grow in my faith and suddenly I loved reading God's word and I enjoyed going to church and it wasn't just something I did because I knew it, it was what I had to do. Um, but with that being said, growing up, I was always kind of the good girl. I never really did anything too wild or crazy. I think one of the craziest, most rebellious things that I did when I was a teenager was that I would listen to um, non-Christian music. It didn't have swear words in it and it wasn't Scandalous. inappropriate. 
but I know it was so scandalous. Are you saved? It really <laughs> wasn't saved? by a Christian artist. I know it's just crazy. And my parents never told me I couldn't do that, but they never said that I could. And so to me, that was just this big, like scandalous thing that I was doing. Um, but in all of that, I one of the things that I believed and that I lived out was that God loved me because of what I did, because I was the good girl, because I kept all the rules and did all the right things. Um, and over the last few years, God has been really working in me to remind me and I'm still learning and I'm still working to believe every day that God loves me, not because of what I have done, not because of the good things that I do or the bad things that I avoid. God loves me because of what Jesus has done for me. Um, and, and that alone is, is why I am loved by God. So what do I bring to the table? First of all, my very strange accent, um, We'll see what happens tomorrow, whether I, I sound American or Northern Irish. Um, I also have a very strange sense of humor. I like to be really goofy and weird and sometimes I'm awkward. So sorry, but that's who I am. And I also really, I love the Bible. I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to the Bible and I love to see how the whole story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, how it all fits together and how that applies to our life today. Um, so you might see a bit of that coming out in the next few episodes. Um, but I, yeah, I hope to connect with you and get to know you all better as well. So that's me. Cool. Thanks, Lydia. So yeah, that is each and every one of us. Um, now onto a question for, for all of us. What is God teaching you right now? Let's start off with Simon. Okay, so what is God teaching me right now? I would say God is teaching me about his vastness. That's a big word. I'm sure many people know. I, I like to use big words occasionally, even though I don't know what they mean. Um, but just getting to grasp, God's been really teaching me just how big and how great he is. Um, a verse that comes to mind is Romans 11, verse 33, that says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. And I think as someone uh, growing up, and this really connects to me, to my childhood as well, and, and, and coming up and having things to deal with and having, you know, some of the big questions um, I've always been someone who wants to know how everything fits together. I want to be able to connect the dots. Um, and that's, yeah, that's just part of who I am. And I think God's really teaching me in a really good way that although I still have questions, although there are things that I don't understand, A, about my life in terms of maybe why certain things happened and where I'm going to end up and how everything's going to pan out. And I have questions about who God is and, and how he operates in the world. Even though I 100% believe that God is sovereign and complete control, I am learning that those questions are fine and that I don't have to have all the answers because God is so great um, that we on this side of eternity simply cannot find out the answer to all those questions. But that's a good thing because it means that God is so much greater and wiser uh, and more powerful uh, than I am. And then any of us are. And so actually, uh, that comforts me and that brings great uh, comfort to me and I can rest in his grace. So God's really been teaching me that and it's been really great. That's awesome, Simon. How about you, Hannah? What is God teaching you right now? 
Yeah. Um, so I think God's been teaching me a couple of things recently. Um, one of them, I think of the verse in Hebrews 12 that talks about how discipline isn't necessarily like a pleasant or a nice thing to go through, but in the end, like it, it bears the fruit of righteousness, meaning like it has a purpose behind it. And I think as I would tend to, as Lydia said, you know, try and do things because, you know, God loves me because of what I do rather than he just loves me because he loves me. Um, and so for me, discipline has always been a hard one because to me, it's always been to try and please God rather than just doing it because I want to know God. Um, but I think that's been something God's really been working in my heart recently to read his word, to spend time in prayer, um, not because I'm trying to earn something from him and not because um, it makes me somehow a better Christian, but because I, I love him and this is what he said is how we get to know him um, and that it doesn't matter if I feel like it or not on the day that this is what God wants for me. So I'd say that's probably one of the things. And then the other thing is just learning to be content where I am. I think it's really easy to look at everything around me and say, oh, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. Um, and this season of life. And yet God is saying, but you have me and, and that's enough. Um, and I think of a verse in Psalms uh, 90 that says, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love. And Psalms. <laughs> Psalms. 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 Sam is a name for a person. Um, and just learning to be satisfied and, and content um, with God, even if I don't have all the other things that I feel like I need or want. Cool. Thanks, Hannah. And Lydia, what about you? What is God teaching you right now? A verse that's been coming up quite a lot in my life recently is John 14. It's in John 14. I think it's verse 15. And it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And it's one of those verses that kind of has come to a new understanding for me, or I've come to a new understanding of the verse. I think growing up and for the past few years, I've heard that verse and I kind of took it nearly as God almost being a manipulative and saying, if you really loved me, if you really, really loved me, then you would obey me. Um, but that's not what God is saying at all. Um, the next verses in that passage talk about the Holy Spirit and God, the Holy Spirit comes to us and lives within us to comfort us and to help us and to enable us to do what God has called us to do. So really it's saying that if we love God, then obedience will come naturally. Then the Holy Spirit who is in us will, will enable us to obey. And so it's not about keeping a certain set of rules or, or just being perfect or measuring up before God. Really what it's about is getting to know God and loving him. And as I love God and as I grow more to, to love him with all my heart, soul, mind and strength, then the obedience will come and my life will reflect that naturally. doesn't mean it won't be work on my part, um, but the work for me is working on loving God, not working on keeping a certain set of rules or... Um, yeah, or things like that. So that's what God's been teaching me. Cool. Thanks, Lydia. So I guess I'll answer the question myself. Yeah, what about you? Yeah. Um, so right now I'm at an interesting part of my life, a uh, season of my life where I'm, you know, I'm in my last year of university. I'm about to graduate and start working. Um, and so, yeah, a huge part of my life is trusting God and trusting his sovereignty. And he's really been convicting me of 
of that and, and of trying to rely on my own strength to get through everything, um, which is what I tried to do a lot in high school and in recent years. And so, yeah, just really humbling me and having me trust him and his perfect timing and his, and his perfect will. Um, so yeah, and I'm, I'm thankful that I've had people walk by me to remind me of that and to hold me accountable on things like that. And yeah, I'm just excited to see what God has in store for me and what, um, how I can serve him and glorify him in my future. And yeah, that is pretty much it. Um, you know, that's how we're going to jump into the first season of our podcast. Um, in this season, we'll be fo- focusing on relationships and we'll talk about that every Monday and it's relationships with friends, with family, and we know you want to hear about boyfriends and girlfriends too. So we we'll know, talk we about know. that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a girlfriend though? Here's a, a really oh, do you know what I was just thinking too? Actually, I was just thinking this. You know, you're a third culture kid. Lydia is a third culture kid. You've got these whole you know, lived Ooh. in different countries around the world. Like I'm just throwing it right there, but you guys could be really great together. I just you think so. I think you know. Mm, uh, definitely has potential. Daryl, you should totally get on that. Someone's a little forward. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get into that in the future. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Do you guys really want to know? Let us know on our social media if you want to know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the Monday episodes, and we'll have two, two episodes a week. And so on Fridays, we'll be going through the Book of James. We'll give you tips and and help you um, for your personal Bible study and to talk about how James connects to your life. And so, thank you, thank you for listening to the Connected Podcast. We hope you enjoyed join, joining us for this week's episode. Tune in next time. We'll be dropping new episodes every Monday and Friday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if there's any other platform that you prefer, make sure to let us know. Don't forget to connect with us on social media using our handle at connected.podcast. You can find find us on Instagram. That's connected.podcast or connected period podcast if you're American or if you're British. I guess connected full stop podcast. And yeah, we hope to see you in future episodes. The Connected Podcast is brought to you by Child Evangelism Fellowship of Britain. Their opinions are our own and they don't necessarily represent the organization or any others that we may mention. All right. See you guys next time.